would like to invite uh, Mr. Ergo, if you could come and speak to um, <coughs> two questions that were brought up around um, operational policies to operate at this frequency, and then the other one was, um, what if phase two doesn't happen? And maybe that's, um, uh, Michael Tree, you could respond to that. Sure. Uh, so we are actually considering all-door boarding for phase one. We haven't made a final decision on that, but it's a discussion we've been having uh, perhaps just around the loop at the campus, perhaps uh, the entirety of the routes 18 and 19. So we are considering all-door boarding uh, with phase one, and we'll continue to develop uh, operational policies to address bus bunching and reliability as we roll out phase two. In terms of what if phase two doesn't happen, so again, we'll, we're going to jump into the details in October at the uh, finance committee meeting and, and beyond. Um, but the general idea is that phase two can be phased. So there are improvements that we can roll out uh, over time, assuming we have the operators and resources to do so. So it doesn't need to be an all-in-one package. Some of it does, you know, if we go forward with this idea of uh, introducing a break in the route at Cabrillo, that obviously has to come with the frequency on both sides to both Watsonville and Santa Cruz. Um, but other improvements, like the three and the two, can come on uh, before, uh, just the three, I'll say. But anyway. Phase two can be phased. <laughs> Thank you. Did you have anything to add, Michael? Okay. All right. And I know, um, Director Lynn, do you have a comment? Well, just a question on the question on smaller buses oh, and why. That's right. Could, could you respond? Yeah. Can I help with that one? Please. Um, we, we recently completed the very similar study for MST from Ottawa Salinas Transit, so we're very familiar with their smaller buses. Please remember that operating cost is mostly labor and that the size of the bus does not have a very large effect on the operating cost at all. The primary reason to have smaller buses is to fit around tighter corners and difficult geometry. It's not because there's any cost savings to it. Uh, so keep that in mind. A, good tra a smart transit agency runs the largest bus it will ever need at any time during the course of the day, and, and, the, and the empty seats on the bus are not costing you anything. So it's better to have a bus that's too large than too small. Thank you. One other question. <clears throat> the I hear from Boulder Creek, Ben Loman, and, and um, some of the same concerns that were mentioned that lack of reliability, and I'm I'm understanding that phase one will address that. And obviously, part of the problem is it's more rural and harder. I mean, in Scotts Valley, people say, "Well, you've got buses." I said, "Well, I don't have to walk from Granite Creek." The Scottsdale Drive, they don't come into my neighborhood. So it's not Boulder Creek or Ben Loman that's being, um, you know, receiving less service. But the question, I, or what I'm hearing, and I want to be able to take back that phase one will begin addressing the um, efficiency and shorter time frames. Phase one is a first step toward it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to promise that taking that little M-line deviation off is going to fix everything that's wrong with Route 35. It's a big, long route. It has a lot going on. Phase three, which takes the Scotts Valley deviation off the route, starts to make a bigger difference toward making the route more useful. And uh, But ultimately, you know, reliability is going to be a challenge. And of course, you know, access from some of the remote neighborhoods in the forest, we've had quite a bit of conversation in the course of the design workshop, we talked through all those neighborhoods from which various requests have come. And it often just comes down to visualizing the physical reality of what those neighborhoods are and what you would have to do in order to get closer to them. It becomes very hard to do efficiently. And even Highway 9 makes it challenging. Yeah. yeah. 
Thank you. Just a, another issue of small buses is you have to keep a complete separate inventory of parts. If you have different, different, if you have, right, if we, instead of three kinds of buses, you got 12 kinds of buses or something. So, yeah, especially as you head into this new hydrogen uh, future, you're going to want to minimize the diversity of your fleet, definitely. Thank you. Great, thank you. And I don't, do we need a, yeah, so this was, okay. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Walker, for um, being here today with us and for the presentation and all your work. And thank you all for the robust discussion. You're here. Yeah.